0: It might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Freedom! Now for your listening pleasure. 949 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island Redneck Brian Bro, and Fearless CV Burton. This is Freedom on Deck.
1: Good afternoon everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck. On 949 News Now and Stimulating Talk, Mean Chet Martin here with you. And by my side, the fearless one himself,
2: Mr. C.V. Burton. Hey, you know, the smoke and mirrors the left use to create their Potemkin village where they appear to be the majority? It's really just their dominance of the media. Reality check they are
1: the fringe. Indeed they are. CV, it's good to be back with you, man. It's been a while. Thanks. Thanks. A- yes, it's been a while. I've been under the been weather,
2: as you know. I
1: know. CV ended up getting really sick. Brian has uh, been missing. We can't find
2: him. I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. M-I-A, <laughs> like uh, Secretary Lloyd Austin. <laughs> He's doing some he said he was doing
1: installs, so right, hopefully then. he is hopefully he's not listening and busting the chops, but before we get started on the news of the day, I just wanna say that uh this program lost a listener and a really important person in my life uh His name is Robert Shepard senior he's my brother in law husband of my sister. Father, he was really like a son to my dad himself. He was, uh, re- a bl- I mean, if you said blue collar, that was Rip, Robert Shepard Sr. And I just want to say that we're going to dedicate the show to him. He was a Trump man. He listened to the show. He was a great family man, a great father, a great Christian. And uh, I can't say enough about him. I'm all cried out from the week. So uh, it, it's sorry. been a little bit, it's been tough, but we got to, you know, I always said to myself, man, we got to push on and that's what we're going to do. And I wanted to start off, CV, with a situation that's developed that would never have developed under Donald J. Trump. So let's get right into it on January 11th at 2.30 a.m. That's At the uh, Sanana time, I'm sorry, U.S. Central Command forces in coordination with the United Kingdom, support from Australia, Canada, the Netherlands, and Bahrain conducted joint strikes on Houthi targets to degrade their capacity to continue their illegal, reckless attacks on the U.S. and international vessels and commercial shipping in the Red Sea, a multinational action-targeted radar systems, air defense systems, surge and launch sites for one-way attacks on manned aerial systems, cruise missiles, and ball ballistic missiles. Since October 17th, Iranian-backed houthi militants have attempted to attack and harass 27 ships in the international shipping lanes. These illegal incidents include attacks that have employed anti-ship, ballistic missiles, unmanned aerial vehicles, and cruise missiles, in the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden yada 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 there's a lot of statements coming from people that don't know how to defend this country anyway so I'm just going to stop reading from your CV um, we keep pumping money into Iran as they're pulling this kind of crap and now we're taking action because we have a Obama administration that I'm not even going to call them Biden administration anymore because they're not the Obama administration has once again made us weaker, once again made us more compromising to our enemies and yep. their values, once again handcuffed any of our military that tries to conduct these failing missions that they can never get right anymore because of all the rules, engagement, and all the handcuffing that goes along with that. And we act weakly. Yeah. You remember, it wasn't too long ago, CV, that they were jacking our ships. And we were just giving them money. Oh, we yeah. were just giving yep. these terrorists money. And who was that under? Rock-a-ba. Right. You know damn well, CV, that if it was Donald Trump in office, this stuff wouldn't be happening. Period.
2: Yep. Our country is being run by the Keystone cops. You know, strangely, if if these airstrikes had been ordered a couple of days ago, they would have bypassed the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Austin who, right. who strangely went missing and notified... MIA. He notified nobody. You know, not the fake President Joe Biden, not even his second-in-command. And, you know, we all know that Joe Biden doesn't even know who all the players are in the Middle East, much less for him to be able to pinpoint strategic airstrikes on Houthi targets. It's impossible. As, as No. And for all those who, who keep saying that Jill Biden... Is running the country. Jill Biden is running the country. Please, for the love of God, get a life. The military is not going to take orders from Jill Biden. I mean, she might have opinions on the plots of some Netflix productions, but no one in government <laughs> looks to her for any kind of instruction whatsoever, except maybe Joe might look to her to help him get off the stage or to procure some uh, jello or ice cream. But serious. Wipe pe- his rear end. <laughs> Wipe his rear end. Say that five times. <laughs> the but serious people know that it's Team Obama that's really running things. Barack Antichrist of course. has a very devout following in D.C., so don't fool yourselves. And she does know about ugly shirts. So we we,
1: <laughs> we know about the ugly shirts and all the memes that have come out. They can't get away from themselves, even with the media in their back pocket. Right. You know, Donald Trump said himself, well, they can't call them terrorists. Uh, I, I also was reading from Donald Trump's statements. He is exactly right. You know, well, let's call them what they are. They're terrorists. And if I was in office, this wouldn't be happening. It, it's and yet you know what? I don't care who's listening that hates us because they think we're Trump homers. We are Trump homers. That's right. And our Proud opinion and, and we're proud of it. And guess what? Our opinion is this country was doing so much better under a president 100%. that actually cared about this country's well-being. And now every time something – it's another shoe dropping, another war that we're going to get involved with, another thousands of Americans dying every time this administration, the Obama administration, tries to embolden our enemies and keep our enemies funded – we just came out with a report there 's hundreds of billions of dollars that just went to Iran, and we know for a fact that they fund Hamas, which attacked Israel, and half of that money that pushed through with these terrorist attacks came from iran c v this is yeah. such a obvious playbook out of the obama early obama administration yeah. it's, a, it's almost it 's almost pinpoint to what they would do
2: You could say what you want about Donald Trump. you could have your visceral Unreasonable, unhinged hatred for a man for absolutely no reason whatsoever. But you cannot deny the fact that we had peace and prosperity under Donald J. Trump. Thank you very much. And my question is, instead of the U.S. inserting itself in this war and escalating this war, why didn't they pressure other countries to do it? Why is it always America sticking its neck out when these uh, Houthi attacks have affected 54 other nations it's always our weapons, our money being deployed yeah. into these conflicts. And, and why did the Biden regime reverse Trump's designation that the Yemeni-based Houthi rebels are a foreign terrorist organization? It's largely because they are backed by Iran. And we all know that Barack Antichrist has this ongoing love affair with Iran since his top advisor, Valerie Jarrett, was, funding, was raised there. Because
1: they're funding all this. So they're funding right. it.
2: And And it's we know sick. we know Barack had given them pallets of cash to the tunes of billions of dollars. And even yeah. recently, through the Biden regime, billions went to Iran right before the gruesome October seven attacks on Israel, which I cite Barack as being chiefly responsible for those attacks through his encouragement and and all that cash. I heard Barack on a recent interview admitting that he was part partly responsible for the October 7 attacks on Israel. Yes, he actually said it. I'll find the video and I'll play it on the show. If not today, then very soon I will play it.
1: How about how about all the Syrian Christians that he allowed to get exactly. slaughtered? Yep. It's the same playbook. It's always the same. The guy hates Jews and Christians. Exactly, He hates God. He is a Satanist. Uh-huh. He's no, He's no more a religious... Uh, zealot then. well, I mean The guy's not a zealot with anything except Satan Itself, I mean, that's the only way that I can Can explain who Barack Hussein Obama truly is He is an enemy of this country And I'll tell you something else Donald Trump, if we don't get him Back in office, and I mean this This country is going to Slip into the sea right. And uh, it, it may be Metaphorically speaking For a little while, but if we get another Four years of Antichrist and then somehow they run big Mike or something like that.
2: I mean this country 's finished, I so feel, I feel like we 've already slipped into the sea we, we, we basically we have to uh, pull pull it out of the sea and uh, yeah. do c p r on it it 's going to be hard yes yeah. there 's only one way to do
1: it, and uh that's that 's our big guy big don that's big don 's got to come in and clean house and clean house better than he ever ever has. All right, CV, we've got a lot more to go. We've got some really good guests today. I just want to mention that Swoop from Swoop's World will be on with us, and also Dan Wasp. He's the author of Good Gun, Bad Guy. You're not going to miss those either. And a lot more to talk about here with Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. On deck on 949 News Now and stimulating talk. We've got another fantastic topic to discuss with you, but I was just bringing up to CV. I didn't remember telling him and Brian, and I realized that I didn't tell them. Um, I had a woman that tried to steal my Donald Trump 24 sign that I put outside on the road up here in Troy, New Hampshire, which is something you shouldn't do. And uh, I let her know, CV, pretty quickly that uh, where we live, we practice our Second Amendment rights and not to touch. My sign. And she's psychotic and she's a local woman that walks around with a dirty mask on her face constantly.
2: Outside outside so, wearing a mask. Yep. Yeah. Which goes by along, herself. Which goes along with the Trump derangement syndrome because she has derangement yeah. about everything. And then told me when I told her I wouldn't touch that
1: if I were you. She told me she was putting it back <laughs> when I was watching her do it from inside. And uh, she hasn't messed with it since, but if she does, she's not going to, uh, it's not going to be a good day for her. Let's just put it that way. No. All right. So aside from that, Colonel E.G. Matthews, senior legal advisor to Major General William J. Walker, who commanded the Washington, D.C. National Guard on January 6, 21, has blamed former Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Mark milly for letting the protest get out of hand the colonel compared the now retired milly to the murderous don emilio barzini who served as don vito corleone's arch nemesis in the godfather milly controlled the army matthews told reporter neil mccabe arguing that while the joint chief's boss lacked legal authority within the chain of command he insisted leveraged his profound influence and contacts in the Pentagon to delay the Guard's response. The problem was not with Donald Trump. It's Mark Milley and the Army leadership and control that stopped the Guard from coming, then lied about it and said the Guard acted as sprint speed, Matthews explained. Wow. Milley is the Don Barzini of the deep state, the most powerful chairman of the Joint Chief in history, he continued. It was Milley all along and... I didn't realize it. Millie was manipulating his entire stuff from point start. You know, CV, it's more news that we already knew. We already knew that Donald Trump asked for protections. This was all orchestrated against him. We're just getting checks and balances now that it actually happened.
2: Yeah. It all goes with the steal. They stole the election, and then they set up this January 6th operation, to paint MAGA as uh, as as crazy and uh, insurrectionist and all that, and unhinged, going after Donald Trump for even questioning the election—it's so ridiculous. It's making it makes me sick. Like it's my my bandwidth is is overrun. It's like I can't take the news anymore. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I think it's partly because I I got sick recently, so it's like I don't have much tolerance for the corruption anymore. You know, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much for me. But anyway, General Mark Milley, who wears frilly, was always working against the president during the Trump administration. Remember the time Milley apologized for Trump for holding a Bible in front of the monuments after the D.C. Oh my, riots yes. were cleared out? Yes. What an yes. ass. Yes. And then he, and an and he and then he, he calls the CCP twice behind Trump's back. He called General Lee Zuching twice of the CCP to promise that the U.S. would not launch a strike because he heard that China believed that American military was planning an attack. So Milley picked up the phone. The idiot does not understand that the president has the right to bluff for effect. Keeping our enemies in fear of us is good policy. And it had worked in the Trump administration. We had peace and prosperity under Trump because our enemies had a healthy fear and respect of our commander-in-chief. So he calls this this General Lee, and he says, I, General Lee, I want to assure you that the American government is stable and everything is going to be okay. We are not going to attack or conduct any kinetic operations against you. If we're going to attack, I'll, I'm going to call you ahead of time. It's not going yes. to be a surprise. That, that is what he said. That is what treason. That is treason, oh, and according to our oh Constitution, he should be tried and sentenced to death.
1: This is all coming back to me. Didn't we cover this? And yes, and didn't did. he get into some
2: trouble over this? Did we? He did. Oh, oh yeah, he did. And then he he retired. I think right after. Oh, at, that's right, right after he retired. That. Yeah. And now he's, yeah, hi- he's now retired. he's hiding in some bunker, afraid that he's gonna he's going to be called subpoenaed in fr- in front of Congress, which he should. Yeah, he better be afraid from when Trump gets back in. Absolutely, he's, absolutely, his.
1: His ass is grass. He's a he's a pathetic little man, too. I remember I hearing uh, the pushback from everybody. It was to the point of, well, you know, it, we, we can't act against our enemies that way. He's just trying to. It's like, dude, our enemies, we don't tell our enemies what we're planning. Yeah. I mean, it's the most ridiculous. And you know what? He put our military in harm's way when he did that.
2: Oh, 100%. he did
1: 110%. And yeah. I remember Donald Trump came out and said he put arm – he could have caused thousands and thousands of deaths. Yeah. And Donald Trump is exactly right. Now, when, now? they weren't saying that they were going in and that they were going to you know China and start dropping bombs on them. That was the other thing when I remember this story so well because we were saying they weren't even going to do that. Like why were you – why are you socializing with our enemies? And the reason is – because they, he is part of our enemy. Uh, I would say the Obamaites yes. that are
2: put into places of power. He is one of them. Yes, he's a disciple of Barack Antichrist, and he was responsible for that ridiculous pullout of Afghanistan, killing our troops, killing Americans, leaving uh, billions of dollars worth of uh, arms there, and uh, and I remember. Trump saying that Millie had recommended leaving our weapons in the Middle East and he says we should just leave them there. It's, of course. It's, it's cheaper to leave them there. And It's like, Trump's like no, no. You, you fill up with gas and you fly it no. home. What is your problem? Right. Are you stupid? <laughs> this guy.
1: Th- First of all not only do you li- you leave it there and you lose that, but now you've given them a, uh, a sound body to work from to create these military tanks, Humvees, I mean, I guess Barack Obama could drop some pamphlets down on ISIS or or whoever the current uh, Trent, I guess the Hawthies and tell them that we're coming to uh, take military action because that's right. the kind of leadership that we have under these psychopaths. They're part. They are part of the problem. And uh-huh. right now, CV people like this, they're the reason that we have such inept leadership that is allowing other armies from other nations to cross through our southern border and set up shop throughout multiple states and districts and cities
2: throughout the United States of America. And if people don't think that's happening, they better wake up. And when Trump gets back into office and he will be back in office, I don't care what we have to go through as a country to get him back in office. He's getting back in office. And Trump is not going to be as naive this time about His personnel and the people that he picks to be in his administration in his cabinet. I agree. I agree. Because Pence was definitely chosen for Trump. I don't think. I don't think Donald Trump particularly wanted uh, Mike Pence to be his VP. He was advised. No, he didn't. And and you can tell
1: he didn't. You can tell he didn't when he picked him.
2: And Pence was a plant. Pence was a plant. And Christie recommended. Christopher Ray as the FBI director, and then you had Millie, and you had all these yeah. other. He should in his have cabinet. never went
1: to Christie with that. that there were so was many people
2: job. in his cabinet that were work actively working behind his back yeah, to, to undermine were. Donald Trump, and even with even with all of that, we still had peace and prosperity under Donald Trump because he is his IQ is like one hundred and seventy five or, or or more, and he's he's a He is a stable genius.
1: And because of what I said prior to, and you are right, he is a stable genius. For for what I said, it's going to be tough because he's going to have to do sweeps throughout this country because we have terrorists coming in by the thousands through that southern border right now. I mean it's it's true because we've heard the statements coming from the southern border there are Iran, Iranian nationals coming through, Chinese nationals, you've got people all over from the Philippines from areas that have a lot of terrorism. This is and they're all they're all military adult, adult age men and you know what's going to happen if we don't sweep We will never get that sweep without Donald Trump being put back in office to prevent what's going to come around the bend, which is going to be a terrorist attack like we've never seen in this country before. So uh, I'll tell you what. You might not like Trump and the way that he speaks, but if you want to be safe, you want your family to be safe, you better put him in office. There's nothing else that's going to do it. Nikki Haley ain't doing it. No way. And uh, I'm not worried about any of those guys anyway, CV. They're not going to be there. But the, the bottom line is Trump needs to get back in, for sure.
2: Yep. And he will get back in. Yeah. And that's all that I'm gonna say about it.
1: <laughs> all right, listen, we're coming back with our first guest. It's Mr. Swoop from Swoops World. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck ninety four nine is now in Stimulator. <laughs> Welcome back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. On the line with us, one of our longtime, longtime regulars. And he is the wonderful host of the program and podcast known as Swoops World. And you can find that pretty much on any of the major podcast channels out there. I urge you to go and listen and follow him. You can follow him on all social media as well, including X, which I'm not used to calling it X yet, Swoop, but I'm talking about the host of Swoop's world, Swoop himself. What we're talking about, we're talking about the Epstein Island list. In a lawsuit, it was released. 200 names that you can't find. So it's funny, uh, uh, Swoop, you know, when we started talking, you were a regular on this show when he committed, It's and I'm doing air quotes here, committed suicide. Uh, And all the slow leaks and misinformation that's come out about this, you know, this whole situation, not being able to see the names, even though they say they're public information. Um, What are they doing? Like testing the waters here? What's the point of talking about a list and putting it out there when you can't find anything?
3: Well, uh I think we're being played. Okay, like, you know, there's names on the list. And, I mean, I saw I saw a list with some, a lot of names on it, not all of them, a lot of names on it. But then you look, you look who's this person? Oh, well, they are they were there for a deposition. Who's this person? This person's there for... So being on that list really means nothing, but it's in it, case it, it everybody anticipated there's something going on. So we're not looking at what's going on in Ukraine. We're not looking at all the money that you're trying to spend here. We're not looking at what's going on at the border. I think we're being played here, Chet. I think... Oh, yeah. uh, you know, there's no doubt about it that the guy the guy is a sick individual, the guy was a pedophile, and a lot of things going on, and, and a lot of people that probably went there participated in a lot of that stuff. But a lot of stuff that they're showing us is, is, is a nothing burger. And I and I wonder why, and I think it's because we're being played to take the take the pressure off the administration for what's going on on the border. All these people coming in here, and we have no idea what's going on. The money they're spending you know, across the world, and they're not spending on that homeless people here, it's, 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 it's to keep us engaged in something other than what's going on here in our, in, our, uh, in our
1: home. You're right about that. And you know what? I always ask this question, too. If they're letting us know what happened and they're going to give us the list and we're going to know exactly who is there, which we don't, uh, why would the FBI destroy the island and all the complexes and get rid of everything, and then mysteriously he commits suicide? If people can't understand that that this thing is um, basically a dog whistle, I, I don't know what else. I don't know what else to tell people. They call you a conspiracy theorists if you say this kind of stuff. Swoop. Well, there's a lot
3: of things that go on, and we don't let uh, and. and it doesn't make sense. Like you said, you know, our personal rational thoughts is okay, uh, we had these people testify, people sued and uh, have depositions, and so they got a list of names. Uh, you know, people have been paid, uh, you know, you got a couple of these victims who have been paid. Uh, you know, after suing in civil court and whatnot, so we got a list of names and, and these people and see who were who were that who was there, and what were they up to, and so a lot of the names on the list, they're, they're asking one of the victims, "Did you meet this person? Yeah, I met that person. Did you did anything go on with it? No. It seemed like they were there for a, a magic show. Oh, what about this person? Did you meet this person? Yeah, I met him. Did they have anything to do with it? No. They uh, I met them and that was it. They looked like they were there for dinner. So. You know, all this anticipation. You know, it's just kind of like, like anything that the government's been involved in regarding information. We are supposed to find out—they uh, you know, were supposed to release all the information on the Kennedy assassination. And, 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 and they put that away. We're not going to talk about that. If there's nothing to hide, why are we hiding it?
1: Right. You know, and why, look at what they did to that with that shooting <laughs> said, in Vegas, if there's,
3: Swoop. If, if there's nothing going on. If nothing happened there, why are they tearing things down? Why are they— why are they holding back names? Why are they... You know, I understand some of the names on the list are victims, so you, you black those out. But, you know, <laughs> the high-powered people, they've got ways of getting things hidden. You know, and I think any time the government's been involved in things over the last uh, number of years, you know, I never was a conspiracy theorist, but you're starting to see things now, it makes you it makes you say, well, maybe there is more to this.
1: Yeah, I think that the, you know, the term conspiracy theorist or... The tagline conspiracy theorists or the the term conspiracy theory, I mean, that was started by our government. Uh, That's so that when you tag something as conspiracy, many times it is, but many times it's not. And it's easy for people that aren't paying attention to get lost in the weeds and associate a a real conspiracy with something that the government is just telling us a conspiracy. Wouldn't you agree?
3: Oh yeah, I think I think uh we we've, we've seen especially over the last 4 years uh when they started talking about misinformation you know everything they everything they claimed was misinformation turned out to be tr- the truth um and so it's a way of them to control our thoughts and, and keep our minds elsewhere on things that they don't want us to look at and uh, try to try to make us fall in fall in lockstep which is a you know is a, a phrase that kind of goes back to communism i believe fall in lockstep with what the government wants us to believe and wants us wants us to concentrate on and, and there's reason for that is so
1: we're not asking questions about other things the uh, Swoop from Swoop's World go follow the show listen to the show it's a great listen the um, the Epstein list has become its own uh, living body like people will interject the names that they want on the list they'll tell you there's there's misinformation coming from many different outlets including uh, outlets on the right and uh, the outlets on the left just don't talk about the story, uh, and this is where I I also have a problem with many of the liberal outlets. With the right wing outlets, you know when they're lying, and you can kind of call it out. You know, usually it's you know a site maybe that's just kind of weird, and you know right away from the name of the site that it's BS. But when CNN just refuses to cover something. That's just as egregious, if not more, to me. Swoop.
3: Well, I think we have a lot of situations where we can see that. We can see, you can look at how they covered the, the riots that the occurred, you know, in the, during COVID. You know, those were, uh, what do you call uprisings, you know, whatever they did, whatever, the George Floyd stuff. I mean, we got people burning down cities, destroying places, looting places. And then they want to call essentially was a, a major protest, even if you want to use the term riot at the Capitol, call that an insurrection. I've never known anybody could take over a country with no weapons. Um, you know, I'm not saying the people who were there didn't break the law, I'm just saying that you, the way they cover things on either side of the issue is so slanted, it is so, so slanted that most people, you know, unless you're unless you're in the pocket, like, you know, unless you're an ex- extremists on each on either side most people in the middle kind of don't pay attention anymore they kind of you kind of go yeah whatever you know you're trying to sell me a a bill of goods and i think that's what we're seeing uh even with this epstein stuff right everybody was everybody knows this guy's a pedophile everybody knows horrible things right
1: for like 20 years we knew
3: and then for years and years and years, they keep telling us there's this list of all these people who went there to do these nasty things, and all, and this list is going to come out. This list is going to come out. This list is going to come out. They put out a list with a bunch of names on it. Some of them you can't see. The other ones you do see. You can't prove that they were there for anything nefarious. Right. And and like you said, one one side of the aisle doesn't cover it. The other side of the aisle is embellishing things. So now. Horrible things happen to, to good people, and no, but nobody really cares anymore because we've been sold so much crap surrounding this list.
1: And I think a lot of the times, people are like, well, if you're going to lie to me or you're not going to give me the truth, if I embellish on something, I have every reason to think that there could be something nefarious going on. To think that that is not appropriate is, is also ridiculous.
3: Oh, absolutely. But stand by. I mean this is a this is an election year you think you you think you're going to have some crappy oh yeah misinformation that's gone out on based on this list why do you see what's going on during this campaign i mean i think this is going to be the first year we have a campaign where we're not even going to see any debates between the, between the the front runners you know uh going into an election i mean i think we're going to see so much so much crap thrown out about What's going on around here, and and, and information is going to come out that we're going to find out later that that didn't happen. Well, I mean, we've seen it before. We've seen it with the Russian hoax and the the Biden laptop. You know, we're told this is nothing, this is nothing, this is this, this is disinformation, this is Then, you know, years later, you find out it's all reversed. Yeah, what they told us, uh, but now it's too late. So, you know, what's this year is going to be? I think the worst of them all.
1: And I think that's sort of the point, you know they, yeah. They're they able to uh, Mold the narrative And that's kind of what they do with stories like this They dangle it out there and see what it does And if they're like, well, we're allowed to Lie about this, 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 and this And we're getting away with it Now we know we can do it again and again and again Host of Swoops World, make sure you go check it out It's a good listen, don't go anywhere We're going to be back after these messages On 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk Fox News Radio Back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Me Chet Martin along with C.V. Burton and we're going to be getting into Miss... Well, I'm going to say we're going to be getting into Mr. Rand Paul and he's going out against Miss Nikki Haley. He likes to call her the... Never Nikki initiative, which we're talking about here, having teased an intervention in the GOP presidential primary on Thursday. Senator Rand Paul announced the launch of his new Never Nikki initiative on Friday morning. I've been watching the GOP primary closing for a while now, and I like various aspects of several candidates, Republicans like President Trump, Governor DeSantis And Vivek Rump No Don't even bring him up I'm interested in the ideas Of some independents Such as Kennedy As I look over the field I don't think I yet Have a first choice But I do know one thing Count me in as Never Nikki Paul said Based on her record And campaign I don't see how Any thoughtful Or informed libertarian Or conservative Should vote for Nikki Haley If you agree Let your voice be heard Go to NeverNikki.net today, our listeners should go there as well, so we can let her and everyone else know she doesn't have your support if you're unsure. Keep reading the following. Nikki Haley supports Biden and McConnell and the forever war crowd of funding in the war in Ukraine. Uh, CV, first of all, he's absolutely correct. I do like the fact that he mentioned Donald Trump first. That tells me he does have somebody that he's getting behind. Um, even though Donald Trump at one time made fun of his hair there's a lot to make fun of believe me but but uh, yeah but he had but,
2: but he had a good sense of humor about it ram,
3: ram yeah he did
1: he did he laughed he laughed um but you know the thing is he's absolutely right Nikki Haley is a horrible candidate she is a GOP never GOP I would call her a never GOP or more than a never Trumper yeah. she's just she's just not a republican no. she's she would never, ever interest libertarians like Donald J. Trump did. She's never going to influence independence. People are always like, well, Donald Trump's not going to bring the independent. He always does. And second of all, Nikki Haley certainly isn't TV. Yeah. Well,
2: she was recently on the record saying that she was uh, a devout uh, family person, never cheated on her husband. And then this uh, yeah. whistleblower kind of guy uh, said he slept with her and she's uh, yeah. she goes around sleeping with people. um, uh, While so her husband's at war. On a whim, on a whim, uh, when she's going out on meetings and she's going out in all all these hotels. So that's why I call her Quickie Hallie. And she is a pseudo... <laughs> <laughs> Quickie Hallie. She's a pseudo-con, not a neocon. Neo means yeah. neo means new, cons- new conservative. But she's not a new anything. She's really a pseudo-con, meaning she is a fake conservative, like you said. She's a globalist. She, she's a globalist. She believes the climate crisis farce. And of course, I'd like to know where she stands on abortion. I bet she is just as anti-life as Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and the entire billionaire Satanist club. But she is she is a uh, ch- uh, pro-choice. I know she is. All right. And she de- she definitely I- is. I'm not surprised. But she's even worse than that. She's basically she basically goes whichever way the wind blows, or or towards any group that gives her the most money. She has no real convictions. If truth be known, that is like a person who has no soul or who at yeah. least has no brains. I never trusted her from the moment she first came out on the scene. I remember her from way back in the 2016 primaries. She was bad-mouthing Donald Trump in so many words without even having the courage to mention his name. But she was totally insinuating idiot. him. She was insinuating him without mentioning his name, suggesting he was unstable and mean-spirited and divisive and yada, 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 and you know the deal. Divisive. Which, of course, yeah. is total bullshit D- talking points of the, uh, the the media at the time. And, and I'll tell you, Nikki
1: Haley, I think it was Brian's the one that always says it, her, I, with him, her and DeSantis, that she's one of the young world leaders picked by the... Uh, I, I can't the, remember. The World the group, Economic the Forum? Group. Yeah, the World Economic Forum backs her. I mean, there you go. It's yeah. right there. I mean, and so does – they also back Ron DeSantis. So, yeah, guys, yeah. these these are two Bushies. Yeah. I mean, that's what they are. They're two Bushies. Right. Uh, DeSantis is probably less Bushy than her. Um, but, you know – guys, why, why does
2: everything uh, you say
1: sound dirty? Well, because you go figure it out i mean it's not it's not tough to figure it you know the thing is Ron DeSantis plays the card well that he is some. Uh, Pro-Trump conservative That's just kind of taken, taken Everything back right now He wants to be the VP pick, I can tell He's yeah. not going to be yeah. no. and, and he shouldn't be One thing Nikki Haley said that was right During the debate that she had with Ron DeSantis Was when she called him out For all the spending he does with private jets yeah. When she said that Ron DeSantis Spends more on private jets than he does On commercials in Iowa yeah. She's right, he does yeah. And he's He's a shill he's going to do the same damn thing that George Bush did when he was office. The only person that's going to get us into some kind of area of of normalcy when it comes to the Middle East and around the country is Donald Trump yeah. you know around around the world rather is Donald Trump because that this is what Reagan always talked about peace through strength that's what Donald Trump believes in, yeah. and he shows you that and and the reason that stuff like this never happened against Donald Trump, and a lot of people look over at c v is when we did get somebody that was kind of showing their bullish tactics like Syria, guess what? They got missiles lobbed at their asses, and they were like, okay, uh, you know, it was an airport, but he clearly is not messing around. There's actually a red line that you can cross now, Uh, Barack Hussein, Antichrist Obama.
2: (laughs) You know, uh, Steve Bannon says that the globalists are trying to push Quickie Haley on Donald Trump as his VP pick, and mm-hmm. but Donald right. Trump, I heard Donald Trump in a recent speech in Iowa saying that Nick Quickie Haley is a globalist. He was tearing her a new one, and yeah. uh, really, he knows that she would just be just another uh, Mike Pence in a dress. Like it, really, what you you, you know. Have another maybe, well, another maybe, VP maybe pick maybe standing in the background, yeah, even yeah. worse. Wait, waiting even worse. to stick the knife in, get out of here. It's never gonna happen. And Donald Trump uh, Donald Trump Jr. says he's not gonna let his dad pick uh, Nikki Haley no matter what. I mean, not that it's his choice, but let's you know, he is his son, and he does have a lot of influence. He's not gonna. He's not going to leave his dad alone about that one. But but I already heard Donald Trump saying that she's a global. So he's never going to pick her as VP. So we don't have to worry about that.
1: And Nikki Haley, the biggest similarity between her and Mike Pence is they were both banging men behind their significant <laughs> others back. Yeah. Sorry, I have to say it. It's one thing a, our good buddy, our good buddy, Xander Gibb always said when we would
2: bring Mike Pence up, is <laughs> he out of the closet yet? <laughs> no. I seen a picture of him dressed as the village people on a, in some kind of. College, Are you serious? Some kind of no? Co- yes, college Halloween party when he was younger. He's you know dressed as one of the village people.
1: Of course he was. Was he the Indian? Yeah, was he yeah, the something
2: like that? You know, like the cowboy with no, the buttless sh- no chats? shirt and a tight oh. leather pants. And uh, oh man's
1: man. What a man's man. You see, this yeah. is this good, is good what a modern-day Republican is. He's a Christian is. first and a Republican second. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. you. What a lie. Oh, but don't
2: hold the Bible up, Mr. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Remember the high-five
1: he gave to
2: uh, Nancy yeah. Pelosi?
1: Who forgets that yeah,
2: one? Yeah, he, he slammed the gavel down as hard as he possibly could uh, yep. on January 6th. Oh, I, I thought woman. I thought uh, I thought there was an insurrection. I thought they stopped the proceedings. No, the proceedings was never stopped. And I I saw the videotape of um a, a, a few rows of people walking up, How taking about? selfies, and they said yeah. a prayer, and then they walked out. Yeah, some insurrection. There were there weren't even any weapons, and the police to were women The police were were uh, guiding them in and showing them around, and then showing them back out again. Wow. What a violent insurrection. To a
1: disgusting, disgusting woman like Nancy Pelosi who ripped President Trump's speech up and made a mockery of somebody that, that is the leader of the free world and Mike Pence you give her a high five and then slam the gavel down? I know, I know. And then and then you want us to treat you nice? I know. Guess what? We're done treating people nice, Maggie doesn't forget. We're not going to forget you. We're not going to forget Nikki Haley. We're not going to forget anybody out there that has done dirt to our people and our supporters and all the good Christian conservatives throughout the United States. And you're not going to get away with it anyway. Yep. So you should go home and retire, Mike. Just yep. go back in the closet with your couple of boyfriends. Sing us a swan song and go away.
2: Because nobody needs you. The first Daredevil movie. Remember the first Daredevil movie? King, yes. Kingpin. I can't say Kingpin. his name. <laughs> Kingpin. <The> Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the, end of the movie, uh, the Daredevil yep. broke his legs and he's on, on his knees. And he's yeah. going. He's going. Oh, I'm gonna catch you! I'm gonna get you! that's, yeah, that's how yeah. I. That's how I feel about the entire left. We're gonna get you so bad. We are and gonna the, get you and so especially, bad. Especially,
1: especially you rhinos. Anyway, we're gonna come back with Dan Wass. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. To Freedom On Deck on 949 News Now and stimulating talk. We've got one of our great all-time most popular guests on the line with us, of course. I am talking about Pro 2A Advocate, author of the Good Gun Bad Guy series. All the wonderful shows that he does, including loaded Mike. Dan was. Most of the folks know that me and you are KISS fans, and they're either gonna be turning the segment off now or <laughs> or may, or who knows, maybe they'll be listening But KISS got a lot of attention With the avatars this last month It's really been all over the place Including a lot of the KISS groups A lot of the chat lines A lot of the rock groups out there It's been getting a mixed reaction Mi- By mixed I mean 80% of the people say it's garbage And the diehard KISS fans all say it's genius I have a different opinion on this entire thing after they did their last concert, Dan. I thought they did a bad job with withholding all the greats in Kiss. But what was your opinion of that last concert and the way Kiss went about ushering a new era of uh, milking money out of people? I'm,
0: I'm right in the middle on this thing because I can see how the, you know, the diehard Kiss fans, because I am one. I can see how diehard Kiss fans would look at it and go, what the hell is this? you know, crap, this is, this, this is, you know, stupid and this is whatever. And I totally get that. I, I look at it like that, too, and, and I say it's just it's ridiculous. You know, if, if you look at that kiss from the perspective that we looked at it from the, the real true rock and roll sense, <clears throat> it's dumb. Um, but if you look at it, which I can also look at the perspective from the business perspective, Business perspective, because I I have businesses too. I know. I mean, hey, I love capitalism, and that's exactly I think what they're doing. They're they're trying to capitalize on the brand, and they want to take it as far as they can. And um, you can't blame a business person for wanting to do that. But you know, in doing that, you might be harming the brand at, at the same time. You know, this has never been done before, and they're breaking new ground. I've never I've never heard of a band creating avatars of themselves it's just never been done and well didn't so but didn't
1: abba do it isn't abba doing it
0: abba yes i, I don't know
1: yeah abba i think sure. has already done shows
0: really oh it, yeah new, new to me i know they did some uh some um with ronnie dio they did some. What do you call it?
1: Um, yeah, they, uh, yeah. You're talking about when they'll put a projection basically on the yeah, screen yeah. that's a 3D yeah. image for the for the fans, and they've done it. I've hologram, seen it with like hologram. the holograms. I've seen it with like Tupac. Yeah. But you know, Kiss is a live band that's sort of in another parallel universe. They're beyond all that. It's not like putting ABBA up yeah. there anyway. So, isn't the expectation going to be too big to accomplish? The,
0: uh, the expectation, too big to accomplish. Okay, what, so what do you mean?
1: Like, a, like seeing a live Kiss show.
0: Oh, I, yeah. I think if you're going to be watching an Avatar thing, whatever that looks like, I don't think that's ever going to compare to a, a live Kiss show. Which brings me to the next thing, and you and I have talked about this before. I think they're going to come out with, with another live band. I so think
1: do that. I. There's going to be
0: a, a new Kiss, The the, the new... The new Kiss, uh, you know, relives or whatever they call it, or the return of of the new Kiss, and it's gonna be
1: or Ace uh, and Peter. We're doing we're doing it with Ace and Peter again. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is gonna be a bunch of young guys. I bet you it's gonna be a bunch of young guys, so they can get another whole generation out of it. Yeah, and um, they're gonna be
1: Disney they're gonna World.
0: Be top notch. They're gonna be top notch. They're gonna be they're going to be kiss on steroids they are going to be even better i think than the original members um and i think it's going to be a real polished uh kind of show maybe just a vegas show but maybe they capture a new generation of 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 fans i don't think they can because and here's why i don't think they can grab a new cap uh, capture a new audience of new youngsters because kids now have seen everything But back in the 70s when KISS came out, it was shocking.
1: Right, well. I don't think it can shock them anymore. I've always said KISS over the last 20 years really has been a traveling Vegas act. They don't do albums. They don't write new material. They're putting up people up there. And no offense to the guys, I don't dislike them. I think they're better musicians than the other guys, but they're not the other guys. They're not Ace and Peter. So when you have Paul and Gene, who everybody knows, I always tell Kiss fans that argue about Ace and Tommy, and anybody listening, those are the lead guitar players. I always tell them the average person going to a Kiss show and spending a ton of money doesn't know the difference between Ace Frehley and Tommy Thayer. I'm sorry, they don't. Because you get a lot of people going there that when, you know, they go to see Kiss to see that, that thing that they remembered, right? Don't you agree?
0: Yeah, I do. And that's the, that's what KISS is capitalizing on. Yeah. You know, the old, think about this, the old, the real true fans, the, the hardcore KISS fans started in the 70s. Now, those fans are in their 50s and even 60s.
1: Yeah.
0: They're getting old. You know, people are getting old. And, and at a certain age, you just kind of stop, you know, following this stuff. Right. You've got other interests. Uh, when you're hitting your
1: 60s. well it's like ago. with when you see kiss it's a traveling it's a traveling experience yeah and,
0: yeah. and i just i think that they're trying to capture the, the new generation of kids young kids like when we were teenagers and, and
1: listening to it yeah That's what i think I don't think that's going to work. I mean, I'm... I don't think so either. I think it... And I think you're right. Here's what I think they do. I think they put out these crappy avatars so everybody would want Kiss again.
0: Uh, Maybe. And then think they're probably behind the scenes.
1: We have no choice. We have to come back. We're going to hire new guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to
0: be any of the original members, of course. It's going to be all new guys. It's not even going to be Tommy and Eric. It's going to be a old set of new guys.
1: Yeah, I don't think Tommy and Eric want to do it. They did, those, they did the uh, avatars and are doing them, and they'll probably do that as well. But I think eventually you've got to put some, some feet in those platforms.
0: I think it's going to be young guys in their 20s who can take in another 30.
1: What, what did you think of that? And I'm sorry, because I want to make sure I ask you this, too. And Everybody's probably wonders why me and you always do kiss segments now. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what about the fact that they didn't mention Ace and Peter and Bruce and Vinny and Mark and, of course, the fantastic and lovable Fox, Eric Carr, who we all miss? Uh it, why didn't they mention anybody? That was a really bad moment in their history.
0: You know, you mean in the in the farewell? Yes. Tour, in the fair, Yeah, I I would have thought that they would have, with all the technology they used on stage, I would have thought they would have had some real
1: super high end 4K video laser footage of of, of them of all
0: the previous, yeah, all the previous members as a tribute, and they didn't do it. So,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. That's, that's not cool they, they should have no it's not cool and even Bruce Kulick, who's their probably their b- the best musician that's ever let's be honest ever in the band is Bruce Kulick. that's just that's just easy yeah. I think in my opinion and you know he came out and he said he was you know he was hurt by it and I was glad he said that because you you know Ace is going to trash him no matter what uh, Peter I think is always just quiet I don't think you're going to hear anything but it was good to see it from Bruce
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, when you say Bruce is the best musician, I think I think so. I mean, Bruce is he um, <clears throat> he didn't get the credit that he deserved because you listen to that Revenge album. That yeah, thing is freaking powerful. That's an awesome
1: album. And he's One great. And and Dan, the other part is he's great without showing off. Kiss had uh, after Ace, and Ace was was not good at his end run with Kiss. Let's be honest; it just wasn't that great. But right. his early days were in mind-bending, and that's what everybody holds within. But Bruce, as far as a steady musician, played the Kiss songs and standards the way they should be played, not exactly like Ace, but played the right way. The other guys never fit it, but here's what fits. You mention every single member that was ever in that band at the last show. It's unacceptable that they didn't. it, It really bothered me.
0: I know. Yeah, I and mean, a lot of fans are, are are bothered by by and bothered by a lot of stuff that they're doing. It's you can't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess if if we were in their shoes and we had this deci- these decisions business decisions to make, I don't know. There must they must have reasons for it. I don't necessarily agree with it. Maybe they're just being a-holes.
1: I don't know. Are they just being a? Or are they saying, "Oh man, we're"? You know, we're just, uh, we're moving on, and we're just the characters now. I mean, that's what, like, everybody's been the other argument. in is And I'm like, yeah, but if you're ending the run with Paul and Gene, I mean, it, it, I'm sorry, Ace and Peter in their total run, it wasn't as long, but it was way more important. And uh, thanks for coming on with us again, Dan.
0: Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean-
1: Welcome back to Freedom on Deck. Well, I just want to lead the story in real quick, C.V., before you get on with playing us some audio. Donald Trump has embarrassed Joe Biden in a new Instagram video portraying the 81-year-old Democrat as a satisfied customer of White House Senior Living. Play that video, C.V. Okay. At White House
0: Senior Living, our residents feel right at home. Our vibrant facility offers delightful activities and outings, round-the-clock professional care, and exquisite house-made meals.
1: Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. But I've
0: been eating all, all Italian food, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. White House Senior Living, where residents feel like presidents.
1: All right, so you heard that. The mock advertisement shows <laughs> the president-looking vacant at public events, requiring some assistance, putting on his jacket and struggling feebly to move a beach chair, an incident Trump has often re- referenced in the recent speeches and interviews. Uh, it, it's it's a funny, funny piece here, CV. The audio from Donald J. Trump and his team, they nailed it perfectly. Sometimes you got to get some levity, even in chaos. My father always said that you have to Laugh once in a while, you'll go crazy. And that's what I see. And I'm having fun with what Donald Trump's doing here.
2: Donald Trump is a genius at branding. That's how he won the 2016 election. Remember, Lion's head. I yelled that out at a rally in Bethpage, New York. And I cracked Trump up. And I even have it on video. Then you had Crooked Hillary and lock her Up and all that. I don't know if this video was necessarily his idea alone. Or if he asked his team to put it together. But whatever the case. He posted it on his Truth Social account, and it's another classic. (laughs) That
1: ad, though, is pretty classic. And this is what you're going to see. Donald Trump is going to come out with the gloves off. And even when he's being funny, even when his team comes up with a genius commercial like this, it's very serious. We have somebody in there. This is how he would... It's very serious. Even though the commercial is funny, it's a great commercial. We did a really great job. Our team did a great job. Actually, some of the people that put it together, they're great people. They've been with me for a very long time. But it's actually very serious. We have a very old and decrepit individual in there who can't really get out of his own way. (laughs) I I might have some age to me, but I function very well. And it's true. We have somebody in there that they have, obviously a puppet shill for Barack Antichrist Obama. Not to take your words from UCV, this guy's a puppet, but he's also, the reason is, this is a funny video, it tells you what it is, it tells you exactly who's in there getting their strings pulled, but it's frightening because we have somebody that can't say no and does whatever they say and is compromised big time.
2: The big lie is that Joe Biden is president and he was installed into our government Uh, illegitimately, I don't care what you say. We all saw what happened on election night on November 5th, uh, November 3rd, I should say, sorry. November 5th is the next election. And we we all saw what happened. It was ridiculous. Trump was like almost a million votes ahead in Pennsylvania alone. And then we woke up at four o'clock in the morning and they were supposed to have stopped counting. How do you, Uh when you stop counting votes, how 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 does all of a sudden eight hundred thousand votes appear without people counting? Was it magic? Exactly. What is it magic? The, it, the it's, thing is, and so, to, it, sa- to actually say there's no evidence is astounding, astounding. Because there's so much evidence. What about when they say, "Oh,
1: there's there's no evidence," and then they tell you. Well, there was some things that
2: happened, but it wasn't enough to rig the— ele- They always change. Oh, really? They, it wasn't they're really creative a it wasn't with their enough. word salad. So uh, 800,000 votes appear out of thin air after Election Day in the wee hours of the morning, and that's not enough to change the results? Are you— I'll say this. Insane. If you think yes, that Joe insane. Biden— If you think Joe Biden got 80
1: million votes— you are mentally compromised. You are either mentally compromised or you're willing to lie in order to get Donald Trump out of office, which is what a lot of people did too. And they know they're lying when they say it, and they know what happened, but they don't want to get any pushback, or they just don't want to deal with the fact that our government is so corrupted right now that they're willing to throw somebody under the bus who's a current sitting president to the point they're just as bad as the judges that go out there and tell a— A former president, which we say current president, but they're in their terms a former president, and tell them to shut up, to tell 45 to shut up. How about you shut the hell up and actually let the man have a trial and defend himself, for God's sakes? He
2: is the most unconstitutionally victimized human being I've ever seen in my entire life like no, nope. nothing he's not allowed to do anything he's not allowed to defend himself he's not allowed to have lawyers because even the lawyers are prosecuted even the lawyers have to uh cop plea deals for daring to represent our president this is insane he's not allowed to he has gag orders he's not allowed to comment He's not allowed to do this. He's not allowed to do that. He's not allowed to have his own presidential files. He's not. Uh, this is insane. And then they're going after his business in New York. And they're, they're going to try to fine him $370 million for nothing. You know. How about, as, and, and the stories that happened
1: around that time, our buddy Dan Deleuze, who comes on from Long Island every once in a while, does a podcast. Uh, F.O.D. Overdrive for all you guys out there that are listening He's a week by usually every other week. We, we do a podcast and he comes on with us. He comes on the show here. He calls into Lee every day. Uh, he said that he knew somebody that was, was working at the polls in Alaska. I forgot the district itself, but her statement to him was there are over 300 people in our district. We came back with over 3000 votes. How does that happen? How do you manufacture? Over 2,000, closer to close to 3,000 votes. How do you do that? Yeah. Well, the answer is you, you're a Democrat inside these polling stations, pulling boxes out, throwing things away, shipping things off, destroying them. How can any moron out there that hears stories like this going out through districts, throughout states and in, in, and in the country at a rapid amount that was, that was taking a, a place at the time during the elections and think that it was clean. I don't know how you can be that stupid.
2: Elon Musk, Elon Musk recently said that to have no voter ID and in addition to that, have mail in ballots that you just mail in indiscriminately from people who don't have to give ID is completely insane. I mean, you don't need you don't need a genius like Elon Musk to say that it's a given. No, it's a given. Yes. And I think after all this craziness, I think even if you're a reasonable person on the left or the right, you have to come to terms with the fact that we need to stop these elections that have so many questions about them. When you uh. When there's no chain of custody, we have to. What we have to do is bring back regular ballots that you mail, that you that you vote on the day. Elon Musk said this should be a 16 hours of voting. It should be plenty enough time for everybody to be able to vote on election day. 16 hours and that's it. And you are supposed to have a voter ID and you uh, punch in your little uh, uh, ballot on the pa- paper. And you put it in and you have a record of it. And that's it. And that's what they do in France. And They don't have any problem. They they count their votes on the same day of the election. It doesn't drag on for weeks and weeks and weeks, you fakers. So I think maybe the silver lining in all of this madness, and that's what it is, madness, will be that we return our elections to a saner place.
1: Absolutely. Listen, I do want to end... With a song for my brother-in-law who passed away suffering from Parkinson's and and we miss Robert Shepard Sr. And we'll get this country back. I think that it's only a matter of time, even if they try to rig this thing, guys, we got to be we got to be really proactive. We got to watch these polls. We got to watch ourselves. We got to watch our neighbors. We got to make sure that people aren't being harassed and bullied by government employees that have been put in these polls as well you got to keep your eyes open this time around they're going to try to I don't I don't know exactly what it's going to be it might be a shutdown if it's if it's so going far in our favor it might be something like that but you just stay dedicated and you put your nose to the grindstone and you push forward and get this country back and I just want to say Rip I love you I miss you from the bottom of my heart we're going to do it for you buddy we love we love you God bless America. Ride
0: right by me You know I'm tired of being lonesome